Random Miscellaneous, where we will discuss everything Disney from the parks to the movies and everything in between, and with a special Disney recipe every week. This week, we were talking about what we feel are great Disney splurges and what we wouldn't waste our money on. And now the news. The Taste of Epcot International Festival of Holidays starts on November 27th at Epcot. And of course, they're going to have a physically distanced, modified version of the festival. And as previously announced, there will be no candlelight processional this year, holiday fireworks show, show, or Hollywood storytellers. And at this year's festivals, the holiday kitchens make a return throughout the World Showcase, including the three kitchens inside the World Showplace Events Pavilion. And some of the favorites include slow roasted turkey from the American Holiday Table, pork schnitzel at the Bavaria Holiday Kitchen in the Beef Boing Boing from Yukon Holiday what? Kitchen. <laughs> what was that? Beef Boing Beef <laughs> 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 Now I know who's haunting you. My <laughs> French grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you have a friend that calls it beef boing boing. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. And Voices of Liberty. Are you sure? I was. That's what Tim calls it any time that I try to say it. <laughs> so what do you, how do you, what is it? Beef boing Close. Boing boing sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm not reading it along with you this time around, and I thought it was like a Chinese bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And the Voices of Liberty will share their favorite carols over at the America Gardens Theater. And a Marachi Cobre will bring life to the Las Posadas, a celebration of Mexican holiday customs through music and dance. And over at the Canadian Pavilion, Jaminators, Jaminators, whoever. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know how to say it. You were right the first time. Oh. <laughs> Jammers will perform at the mill stage and joyful celebration of the season will have R&B gospel contemporary over at the World Showplace. And the holiday cookie stroll returns this year where you can purchase any five cookies from participating holiday kitchens and finish your journey with a six complimentary cookie. And finally, this is a new for this year. This is Olaf's holiday tradition expedition a festive adventure around the world showcase to round up holiday traditions with olaf misplaces you can purchase the map at mouse gear disney traders or world traveler at the international gateway and then look for hidden olaf's throughout the world showcase pavilions once you find them you'll receive a gift worth melting for while supplies last and this festival is from November 27th to December 30th, and it's with your regular park admission. So Disney has also the, updated the operating hours for Christmas, the Christmas holiday week, December 20th through December 30th with the following hours. So Magic Kingdom will open 8 a.m. and close at 10 p.m. Epcot will open at 10 a.m. and close at 9 p.m. Animal Kingdom will open at 7 a.m. and close at 7 p.m. And Hollywood Studios will open at 9 a.m. and close at 8 p.m. So far, New Year's Eve continues to be a non-event with regular hours so far with no extension. On to some baby animal news. We have a baby white rhinoceros was recently born at Disney's Animal Kingdom. This is the 11th white rhino birth at Walt Disney World. 
um, this is a 16-month pregnancy, and it's a little boy weighing approximately 150 pounds. 150 pounds. It was born to mom, Kendi, who is the first rhino born at Disney's Animal Kingdom back in 1999, oh, wow. which is really, really cool. cool. According to the park, the calf and mother are doing well under the keeper's watchful eye. The yet-to-be-named rhino is expected to join the crash, which is the term for a group of rhinos, on the theme park's Kilimanjaro Safari Savannah in the coming weeks. Uh, the animal care team is also caring for two other rhinos expected to give birth in 2021. This is especially significant as white rhinos, the world's second largest land animal, are an endangered species with a near-threatened status. That's really cool, though. It is cool. We just watched the Animal Kingdom show that we were talking about, like, all, almost all their female rhinos are pregnant. Yes. <laughs> so the new Cinderella Castle-inspired color scheme is coming to the Walt Disney World Roadway Gateways. The new color scheme that is currently being applied to the Magic Kingdom Auto Plaza will also be rolled out to the Walt Disney World Roadway Gateways that mark the entrances to the property. Inspired by the new look of Cinderella Castle, the new color palette features deep blues and golds. They also change the saying underneath that you say um, where magic happens or whatever. Now it says the, mag the magical place on Earth or most magical place on Earth. Disney will take over operations of the Morocco Pavilion at Epcot from the existing operating participant. Um, Marrakesh Moroccan Restaurant LLC is the current operator of the Pavilion's dining and merchandise locations, has been struggling during the shutdown and the subsequent phase reopening. Uh, Tangerine Cafe shortly closed after its reopening. So Disney has announced that they're taking over the, both operating over all the restaurants. Marsh is sad he never got to go to Marrakesh. I was like, what? dude. It was good. No. Was really good. Not we didn't. We uh, never. We have Spice Road. We had a Spice Road. I'm sorry. That's right. Yeah, New that's York what I told Spice him. Road. We should go to Spice Road, not Marrakesh. <laughs> yeah, Spice Road was very good. I'm sure they'll keep it. Moroccan themed. Yeah. Marsh asked if it's going to become Agrabah. Yes. 100%. <laughs> well, you could already read it by the genie. We could already meet um, Jasmine. True. And yeah. And sometimes Aladdin. Yeah. And now on to our main topic what we feel are great Disney Spurges and what we wouldn't spend our money on. Kate, you can go first. Uh, this isn't a huge splurge, but I know some people don't want to pay the extra money for it. But this is at Disneyland. The Max Pass is definitely worth it. This is where you can book your Fast Passes through the app. After you go through the turnstile, as soon as you scan that, you can immediately book your next one, which is very convenient. I We used it the whole time at both trips, and I would say it's worth it. Oh, I'm sorry. So you said the um, Max, Pass. Max Pass. How much is that? Do you know? It used to be 10, and I think it's 15 now. Well, that's not awful. Is that a day? Yes. Oh, that's not bad at all. Don't quote that's me on the 15. I didn't research prices on anything. No, I was just curious. <laughs> we did, I don't think it was an option the last time we went to no, Disneyland. No, it was using paper fast I mean, passes. Yeah. When Disneyland. No, Disney, this is an upsell from the paper fast pass, correct? They still have regular They still pass have pass. the regular fast pass, yes. Oh, okay, yeah, the max pass wasn't around when we went. But last time we went was... 2015, yeah. 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 It's been a minute. Yeah. 
for me, I would always say staying on Disney property for some people would be a splurge. Not necessarily for me, but I mean, it, it's definitely a worthwhile splurge. Well, well that's all. I, the only thing I stay, I've only stayed on Disney property since I started going again. <laughs> Kate, how much do you pay for the hotel when you stay? Free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to stay on Disney property, like at the Disneyland Hotel or like Fort Will or not Fort Wilderness, a uh, Wilderness Lodge. No, but I'm not just talking Disneyland. I'm talking at any time. I think you get more benefits staying at a Disney property in Disney World than you do in Disneyland. Oh yeah, it's more fun than like yeah. a regular like Hilton or something. And um, especially now that. Um, the Swan and Dolphin are no longer on the Disney bus route. That's it, the it, girl that I work with always stays there, so. Yeah. She'll be excited to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, They're they still doing there. shuttles, but they've hired mirrors to do it. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be as often. Nope. Or like how it, they're not going to have a bus stop there anymore, so you're going to have to walk. Well, I mean, you can, if you stay in the Swan and Dolphin, you can just walk over to Yacht Beach Pub or um, Boardwalk and use their buses. Yeah, but it's still a lot more convenient to just walk downstairs yeah. to a different resort. But yep, Disney property is the way to go. I One of mine is if you're going to splurge on something and, and do something a little out of the ordinary. For me, the last couple of times we went, we've went fishing. And it works out to be like 50 bucks a person. You can have up to five people on the boat. And it's a good time. You four hours on the, on the boat. They're... They take you anywhere you, well, depends on where you launch out of, but we've done it in Bay Lake and we've done it in World Showcase Lagoon. And you can be in Epcot at seven o'clock in the morning when nobody's around fishing in World Showcase Lagoon. So for me, that's a, a nice little spurge. Do something extra out of the ordinary that you normally wouldn't do. That sounds fun. How many times have you done the boat? Uh, we've gone fishing now three times. And this coming upcoming trip would have been our fourth time, but um, we had to cancel because for some reason they lost the boat. Like, what? We had a reservation for five, <laughs> all five boats in um, Bay Lake Seven Seas Lagoon area, and they only had listings for four. So like, we can't tell five people they can't go, so we canceled it and just not going to do it this time. Yeah. This become a thing. We like turned it into a fishing tournament. <laughs> it's catch and release and you, you uh, it's mostly bass and it's a lot of fun the one captain we had took us to the shoe tree by the old dock to discovery island oh that's it's cool pretty cool okay my next one will go around kind of along with the theme of tim's i we did the illuminations boat cruise so any of the fireworks cruises i would recommend if you have a bunch of groupy people was it 10 or 12 people I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember how many people, but I would say that was worth it. Especially for the 30th. Or was it 30th or 35th? 35th. Yes. I was there for both. (laughs) Except for the goggles they made us wear, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the shrapnel. (laughs) Had to deal with. You were there for both, Kate? (laughs) I was. (laughs) one of my not so necessarily splurgy things to do 
would probably be eating at the California Grill ever again. <laughs> at least right now. It's just not. Yeah, it was in last time. Yeah. Just no. There's far more options for that. With, with better pricing and just better food all around. So my next one, I'm going to jump and take it before Adam steals it from me. <laughs> and that is, even if it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, Victoria and Albert's. And if you can do it, go all out and do the wine pairing. It's well worth it. I'm sticking my tink pinkies uh, up because I've never been stick there. Stick them up all you want. Data on data. It's not my fault. It is well worth it. <laughs> Out of doubt. Definitely would love to do that again. Uh, to go along with that, I did have signature dining on here, but not all not all of them are created equal. Like we said, California Girl, Le Cellier isn't up to speed like some of the other ones. Oh, I totally agree with that. I guess my next must-do would maybe even be to upgrade your hotel. Like, even if we just, or do a split stay, if you can't afford a full upgrade, like stay at a lo like a lower, va like a value resort for a few nights and then upgrade to a deluxe for like two nights. Just so you can see what it's like or go from a moderate to a deluxe, whatever it is, just so you can see what it's like. It, it's one of those things that you kind of want to experience at least once. So yeah, I think it's worth it. I can agree with that. One of mine that used to be a worth it spurge is kind of moving into the not so worth it spurge is the Halloween party at Disney World. It's gotten kind of stale and it doesn't change. Well, I, I enjoyed it the last time we went. It was more the company that we were with, but. No, there was a lot that was different from the last time. They changed the fireworks show. There's an all-new fireworks show, the stage show with the Sanderson sisters. Not all new, but it's only about two or three years old at this point. Well, we've seen it three times. Yeah, but I like it. I said the same thing about the Christmas party on my list. It's the same thing every year. And it's Christmas always overcrowded. At least the Disney World one is overcrowded. I kind of like the tar ticket events. I think they're worth it. So I'm going to be the dissenting boat here. <laughs> um I enjoy going there. I enjoy uh, meeting the special characters. There's always something that I haven't done at those special events that I can find and do. I also like the later it gets, it empties out. So if you stay to close, you can pretty much get on anything you want. I would say something that's not worth it is the dessert party. I've never done it because I don't think it's worth it. Because I don't think the view from where the Tomorrowland Plaza, where that fast food restaurant used to be on the bottom, I don't think the view is that great down there. And the desserts aren't worth it. I thought they'd walk you over to a space on the lawn for the show. <laughs> I've never done it, like I said. <laughs> yeah, I've never done it. It doesn't seem like, it never seemed like something that I was okay to spend money on to do. The only thing that makes it a little bit different now is that alcohol is involved now. So, I mean, it, it's something that I, I can't see myself spending the money for it, especially uh, what I really find when you're talking about those dessert and whatever is the ones that are during the parties. Because you're already spending all this money to go to the party, and now you have to spend... Yeah, didn't they up the price by like 40 bucks for adults too? Oh, I don't know. It I'm used to it used to be somewhat reasonable, and then they upped the price like two hundred percent. Involved now too. Eh. Meh. 
<laughs> I like it's, drinking. It's a one drink wonder. I like yeah. cocktails, and they're not going to have a cocktail for me. No, they do. They did. They did have specialty cocktails. Eh. I'm not yeah. that crazy about Happily Ever After anyways. So. We know, babe. We know. <laughs> But I, I can't say that for me, the meal packages that they have at Disneyland, like when they had the Fantasmic meal package, was a good deal for us because we were able to eat at that point. It was Aladdin's Oasis. We ate there for lunch and we got our like fast pass special area for um, Fantasmic, which was it was a decent deal. The meal was OK, but we didn't spend a small fortune on it. And we watched fireworks. Yeah, on my list was the Carthay Circle for the World of Color package. It was a three-course meal for 60 bucks, And at Carthay Circle, that's a good deal. <laughs> and that's worth it, because when we did World of Color, we had to get there really early to get a good spot. Because mm -hmm. it fills up quickly. Yeah, yeah just... and for our last trip, the Carthay Circle, you're right where, you're right in front of the wheel, and like nobody's blocking you, and there's a huge open space, and we got to sit on an upper level on the steps, and it was worth it. Not worth it to us anymore to do the dining plan, especially the deluxe dining plan. We always come out ahead if we don't do it. Yeah, we, we've especially now that we have tables in Wonderland. It just doesn't make sense, and that was my next one, actually, would have been if you're a Florida resident or a DVC member, Tables in Wonderland is definitely worth the splurge. I was waiting for the Pinky the Pinky cake. This whole episode is Pinky's Up. <laughs> no, but you should name it. Pinky's Up, Pinky's Down. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the reason why I say it is that, like, you get a really good deal, and it includes your alcoholic beverages in your discount. So uh, it, it does make it worthwhile, in my opinion. If you go more than two or three times a year, I'd say it would be worth it, yeah. Or it depends on how you eat and drink. Yep. If you eat and drink <laughs> a lot, it pays yeah. for itself within one visit, especially if it's yeah. a week-long visit. It can. The only drawback is that the person who has the card has to pay the bill. Yes. yes. And if you lose the card or if you need a replacement card, it gets very expensive very quickly. I would say a specialty thing that you could do every once in a while if the specialty cakes that they make is something nice to do for somebody. And I've heard they're really good too. I and they say... can do any design that you want as well. Mm -hmm. For upcharge, of course. Well, everything's an upcharge. <laughs> One thing that I don't... Um, I don't know if I wouldn't call it that much of an upsell, but it's something that I want to do, but I haven't done yet. Are the tours? Yeah, I have the Waltz apartment tour on my list. I mean, they're, they're, some of that, they range in prices, like behind the seeds, I think it was 15 bucks. And then it just goes up and up and up from there, depending on how long the tour is and what the tour actually entails. But it, it, I want to do it. It's just we haven't had a chance to do it yet. Yeah, the Waltz apartment tour, I think that's the first tour I've ever done at Disney. It was really well done. Although I was a little bit disappointed for the tour. They like make you listen to sound clips of like Walt talking in certain parts. And I don't know. Like I knew a lot of the stuff for being a Disney fan that they said. But I did learn some new trivia and whatnot. And of course you get to go in the apartment, which is the whole point. So I would highly recommend doing the Waltz tour if you're a huge Disney fan. I agree with that. Same. 
piggybacking on Kate's specialty cake splurge, when they offer like the cake decorating classes at Amaretz, it's definitely worth the splurge to go down and do that. I would totally do that. That sounds fun. It was, it was so much fun. fun. It was a lot of we fun. Even has own has pieces of hungover trash that we were when we did it. it was so <laughs> The best thing about it, though, is you get the hair of the dog. You get yes. champagne. Or mimosa. Or mimosa. Would, mm-hmm. Or a, the Bellini, I think, was the other. I think you're right. But that was worth it. The only, the only bad part about that is, especially if it's just two of you, you have that whole cake. So do it early on in your trip, and then you could snack on it for dessert mm-hmm. every night. When you go it's back to it's a very rich, heavy cake. Yes. And it's per, and it's the other thing is, is you don't have to do it if you only have one person that wants to do it. You both don't have to do it, but if you have two people, it doesn't cost you more. You're pretty much paying for the cake and the experience. Yeah. I mean, another upsell for me was hoopty do. R.I.P. Huh? I said R.I.P. Maybe. It's closed right now. They're gonna bring the. They're gonna. I. I have a feeling they're gonna bring these things back, but they can't sh- have that show the way it is, with the COVID. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, they're in the audience. There, there's a lot of audience participation. They're pulling people up on stage. It just no, it won't work. Pop, 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 pop. The angel, what, what? (laughs) 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 That was this birth. Yes. I was talking to my friend today, and she said for hers, her. Bad splurge would be club level because it wasn't worth it to her. I can see that. Because even when we we got we lucked out and we got upgraded to Hawaii Hawaii room Hawaii rooms in um, Polly, it was beautiful, and it was really nice to have like that Sanford entranceway, and you felt really important. I don't think I would pay the money required to stay there. It just doesn't make sense. We saw the bill at the end, and it just it for the amount of amenities that we actually ended up using, it really doesn't make sense. Because we were there for breakfast, we did the breakfast real quick every morning, and then if we happened to get back to the room when they still had the the nightcap hour, we stop and grab a beer. But we never were there for the wine hour. We were never there for you know the appetizer snack hour. So for us, it just wasn't wasn't worth it i mean now that we're touring the parks a little bit differently it may be but again you're not really supposed to bring anybody up there who's not staying with you so it's not like you're supposed to like you're meeting a whole bunch of people in the park if they're not staying in hawaii you're really not supposed to bring them bring them up there yeah so and in, in order not to create issues they can't even get into that building without a key card so you would actually have to go out pick them up walk them in it's a process so I, I don't think I, I can see why it wouldn't be worth it. I, I I can't see myself paying cash for it. Um, the tastings, either during food and wine that they used to have, like the champagne tasting, or the oh, yes. uh, or like the special bourbon tastings and the wine tastings that they sometimes have at different restaurants in different locations, or flights are awesome you get to learn a lot especially during the tastings you get to learn a lot about a lot of different things and i found it was very informative and i like expensive things (laughs) especially expensive champagnes yeah very expensive champagnes (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, to piggyback on that, I'm going to add Party for the Census, which if it, that ever comes back, it was well worth it when we did it. The only problem is now they do it so few weekends that it never lined up with a weekend we were there during food and wine. I would say a bad one. I guess it depends how you travel. I don't travel with children, so I would say character dining, no, unless you're at the Plaza Inn at Disneyland. That's the only character dining that's worth it, in my opinion. Um, have you done the new character dining for uh, that's at... Um, oh, Topolino's? At Topolino's. The um, Artist Point. Artist Point one. Artist I have. Point. I haven't done that. Artist Point was, it was an interesting experience. I don't know if I need to necessarily do it again, but it's a definitely one-time kind of splurge, especially like the interactions. They come around to the table. There are some face characters, so that was fun. And the food was themed, which is not what you get at most character dining. Yeah, it, it looked like, interesting. Yeah, so I, I kind of like that. The menu had a theme to it, and... Like that, it was character themed out. It's a signature restaurant, so was it signature or? I paid cash for it, so I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know. What, no, what... was the food like on that level? It's not considered signature anymore. Oh, okay. Because it's a character meal, it's a different kind of category. It's sort of like Topolino's um, for breakfast and lunch is a character meal. They don't consider it signature, but for at night, for dining, it's signature. Okay. I think. <laughs> um, my next one are minivans. Not worth the splurge at all. Well, they're gone now. They're gone now. They're right. But I mean, before, before they went away, they were ridiculously priced. When you can get a regular Uber or an Uber XL and, or Lyft for like, and I mean like 30, 40% cheaper than a minivan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we always use Lyft. It was good when they first launched it, when it was just $25 flat, any place you went. But once they got away from that flat pricing, I don't think it did as well. Well, they really botched that one. Mm -hmm. If you're not an annual pass holder, if they ever bring back park hopping, me and Marsh always park hop no matter what park we go to. Same. Yeah. Um, 100%. I love park hopping, so... Some people don't like traveling that way, but I get bored at a park. If it gets too crowded, yep. you could just hop to the mm -hmm. other one. Especially so easy at Disneyland. Yes. I mean, the other important thing, the thing that we used to do a lot is we'll go to a park during the day and then go to Epcot at night for food. That was our almost, almost every other night we were mm -hmm. back in Epcot for food. We were always in Epcot. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely feel that park hopping is going to be definitely missed. Um, the other thing that I feel is not worth it is flying to Sanford Airport, even though the flights sometimes are cheaper. Um, there's no Magical Express, and the cab fare from Sanford is significantly higher than if you fly at, fly into MCA. So before you get that cheaper flight to Sanford Airport, check to see how much it's going to cost you to get from Sanford to Disney. Mm -hmm. And you have to factor that into your price of airfare. Because that's it's counting towards your travel cost. And my last one, it's one splurge 
restaurant and one restaurant to skip, which is overhyped through both Disneyland. I would say um, Splurge on Lamplight Lounge. They have lots of cool drinks. The food is amazing. Even if you only get a couple appetizers and drinks, it's still really good. And I would say that Blue Bayou is overrated, overpriced. Hey, oh, we can't be friends. I like Blue Bayou. I love Blue They Bayou. sat us in a corner, so I didn't get the full experience. Maybe that's why. And my steak was just, eh. I mean, it's not signature dining. You're no. not going to get that kind <laughs> of experience there. But the atmosphere, I feel, well then makes up for it. And the service we had was amazing. We didn't have we good service excellent either. Service. So. We had excellent service that yes, whole trip. So I, I really can't complain about the service in Disneyland. Um. But yeah, we had a really good time at Blue Bayou. Just the atmosphere. We were almost smack dab in the middle. And you, we were watching the boats go by for Pirates of the Caribbean. I, I really enjoyed that restaurant. The music, yeah. No, I disagree with you 120% on that. <laughs> Overrated. So, I, will know, I don't know if I'd ever go back. That's how bad it was. No, and I, I didn't I, really I, like Cafe Orleans either. I think we ate there. I like the soup. The soup is really good, but like the main, the steak, it wasn't good. We didn't eat there. The only thing we did was get our um, beignets from the window, the walk-up window. Yeah, we didn't. I mean, you also have to remember, if you're not eating a steak at a signature restaurant, they're not going to be as what you're used to getting yeah, at a signature restaurant. Yeah, I know. Restaurant. I'm bougie, too. So, yeah, I was just going <laughs> to say, you're, you're trying to compare apples to oranges. I was hoping I was upstairs at Club 33. Yeah, no, that's not what was happening. No, you have to... I mean, you're not ordering the steak at a signature restaurant. There are going to be different grades of steak. It's like going to your local Applebee's and getting a steak and going to your Outback and getting a steak. There's going to be a difference. Yes. And if you can get in the Club 33, definitely splurge. And if you can get into Club 33, you have some friends that you might yes. want to invite. Just once. Yes. I'm not asking for a lot. I just want to go once. Yeah. I'm pretty good, I think. I don't really have, except for ridiculous splurges, like renting the Grand One. <laughs> yeah. <that> was... <laughs> um, my other splurge, and I know a lot of people don't think about this, but Disney Cruises, if they ever come back, no, they'll be back. But I mean, you pay a little bit extra for them, or in some cases, a lot of bit extra for them, but the service is second to none, and there's always something to do, and you can kind of. It's not just a basic casino, like, oh, you want to do something, let's go to the casino. No, there's, like, constant tours about the ships and how they were built and in-depth detail about how they were built, interviews with some of the – and sit-downs with some of the some of the entertainment who've come off of Broadway or what have you. And you just sit down, and they'll have, like, a little kind of one-on-one – not one-on-one, but, like, a little them and a piano, and they'll sing a few songs from their – repertoire and answer questions from the audience it, it it's just it's it's intimate and it's not at the same time it, it's really it's really different i really enjoyed the disney cruise a lot did you see how carnival is starting cruising again in december allegedly they said that already started november i saw a thing the other day that said they gave like a specific date that they were starting oh, yeah that i didn't know but yeah they said they were gonna the last i heard they were gonna start in november and well I mean, for those of you who haven't been on all the cruises, though, the casinos are huge on these ships. I mean, there was one ship that I was on. I want to say the casino was two levels. 
So it's a lot of space. See, we live down the street from a casino, so that doesn't really yeah, so do, we. do anything for yeah. us. <laughs> it, 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 I don't need to gamble or go away to gamble. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's different if you come from a state where you're not allowed to, but for us, it just doesn't hold that true. Would you say splurging on a veranda or suite is worth okay. it? Veranda, veranda. <laughs> <The pink triton. laughs> <laughs> it depends on your itinerary. I love Davaranth on all the itineraries we've done it on. Well, we've we only had it on two for Alaska, which was well worth the splurge because there's always something to look at. You're not just looking at ocean. I even liked looking at the ocean the last time, though. When we went to um, yeah, yeah. I would I, We used we used a veranda both times. We had yeah. It. It, I I think they're worth it. Uh, but I mean, if it, if it's a choice of getting a veranda or going on a cruise, and I cannot like I can't get a veranda, I would still go on the cruise. Yeah, but a veranda's definitely worth it. A suite, I can't tell you, or a higher level suite, I couldn't tell you because they're very very expensive, and I just don't think we would pay for it. But from what I hear, they're beautiful. Yeah, my best friend Ashley, she's like, oh, we don't cruise unless we get a suite, and I'm like. Can I go with you? <laughs> I would like one day to splurge on a concierge. Eventually one day, but... It, it, it's not something I need to... Like I said, if it's I no. want to go on a cruise, I'd much prefer to get... Do you know what you get on the concierge on a cruise? You get a lot. You have, like, your own private outside deck mm-hmm. on some of the ships. It's kind of nice. And there's a club. There's a concierge club up there. But, I mean... I can't speak to it because I've never done it, but I, I don't know if I would use, again, this might be a situation where it looks really cool, but am I going to use all these amenities to make this worth it? Yeah. Sort of like how the club level was. Does it make sense? I'm yeah, not but you're not to... going to the parks. Yeah, but it's not like I'm getting a massage in the club level area on the cruise. If I want a massage on the cruise, I still have to go to the spa. Yeah. So. I mean, it, it, that that's the way I'm like, like, if I'm going swimming, then I'm still going to have to go out of the club level and go to the main pool, possibly, depending on the ship. I think some of them have their own pool. But it, it, it just really depends on the ship, I think. Is DVC considered a splurge? Yes. Or a necessity? <laughs> For me, it's a necessity. I can't lift my foot up all the way. <laughs> uh-uh. Listen, no, you know what? Or even a timeshare. No, but no, put your foot down. <laughs> because you use your you use the timeshare every time you go, or a good majority of the times you go. So if you go multiple times, it not not necessarily just DVC, but if you're looking at and you go enough, maybe a timeshare is the right yep. way to go. Maybe it's something that you would splurge on. Maybe not necessarily DVC, but something along those lines. For us, it works out to where we save money than going spending our money on a hotel room two times a year yeah yeah i mean we use my in-laws timeshare when we go to new york city we used it in south carolina we usually use it wherever we go <laughs> so it is convenient i would recommend wyndham timeshares but that's what i'm saying so if if, if it's not if you vacation a lot it may be something to look into if you have the money yeah no, spend the money. It, well, it's a splurge. That means it's something in addition to what you would normally spend. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what the show's about. <laughs> if you want to join us on the conversation, make sure you hit us up on our Facebook page and tell us what some of your splurges are and what some of your not-so-fun splurges are. And Kate has the recipe this week, so take it away, Kate. What recipe are we splurging on? The Disneyland uh, pumpkin cupcakes with cinnamon cream cheese. But I normally make this recipe into a cake, but you can make it into cupcakes as well. What says cupcake in the title? Just saying. <laughs> and for ingredients, you're going to need, this is for the cake, two cups of pumpkin puree canned, one and a half cups of sugar, white sugar, three large eggs, three-fourths cups canola oil, one and a half teaspoons of vanilla, one cups of flour, three-fourths teaspoon of salt, one and a half teaspoons of baking powder, three-fourths teaspoon of baking soda, three-fourths teaspoon of cinnamon, and a fourth a teaspoon of nutmeg. And for your cream cheese, you're gonna need one cup of unsalted butter, one and a half cups of cream cheese, one teaspoon of vanilla, two cups of powdered sugar, and half a teaspoon of cinnamon. For the cake part, in a you're gonna preheat your oven to 325 in a large mixing bowl. Whisk together your pumpkin, sugar, eggs, oil, vanilla until well blended. Sift together your flour, salt, baking powder, baking soda, cinnamon, nutmeg over the pumpkin mixture and whisk until just blended. Overmixing may result in less tender uh, muffins or cake. Portion your mixture into your muffin pans and bake at 325 for 25 minutes. Insert a toothpick until into the center of your muffin and remove. If it's clean, obviously it's done. If not, allow a couple more minutes and allow your muffins to cool 30 to 60 minutes. <laughs> and then for the icing, you're gonna allow your cream cheese and butter to soften at room temperature for an hour. Mix the cream cheese and butter together until smooth. Add vanilla, powdered sugar, and cinnamon and mix until blended. Remove from mixer and cover and refrigerate until needed. And you're just gonna fill a pastry bag and decorate your cupcakes. These are my favorite Disney cupcake. These come out so freaking good. Oh my God. I said you make them as a cake. I make it as a cake. I bring it to work usually and bring it in. Well, you should bring it to us when we go to Hershey. I could. <laughs> we could have it for right I bought a huge, I bought like three, six, nine, twelve. A 12 cans of Costco cans of pumpkin. So I have oh enough. My gosh. I heard there was a pumpkin shortage and I saw it at Costco and I was like, I make carrot um, pumpkin muffins all the time anyway. So I'll definitely use it. I want to say you can substitute pumpkin with another squash, but I don't know what it is. Usually yams. And it tastes very similar, if not exactly the same. And plus you can get pumpkin to dogs and stuff as treats too. Yeah, well, yeah. True. Well, same thing with this with the yams. You can give yams to dogs. Not probably all the spices. I would never buy a yam in my life, but yeah. Why? You like pumpkin. What's the difference? I don't like yams. It tastes different to me. It's me. <laughs> Will I ever learn? Should be just tattooed on my forehead at this point. <laughs> Guys. 
So that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you again for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on iTunes. It's been a while since we've had a written review, so please make sure you do that. It's how other people find the podcast and find the group on Facebook. If you're looking for us on Facebook, you can just look us up using the name you found us here at, because I don't know how it works with all the slashes anymore, because I never look for anything that way. So just type <laughs> Facebook.com slash group slash miscellaneous. Yeah, or just type miscellaneous in your search window. It's probably yeah. easier that way in Facebook <laughs> to type all that other stuff in. We look forward to speaking with y'all soon. Y'all have a great night. Bye. Good night. Bye.